today on Powerful Questions, Imperfect Answers. Gosh, I really just love that title. Like, it is so... Okay. Anyways, <laughs> today on Powerful Questions, Imperfect Answers, the question that I will be answering is another question from Mel Robbins. The question is, what did I learn about myself in 2023? And... I did write some things down to answer this question. Um, so let's get into it. <laughs> I learned that I can handle more than I thought that I could in terms of, like in general, but specifically in terms of a lot of things that I personally haven't had to deal with in the past due to being a part of my system, due, due to um, what my headmates have previously had a bigger role in taking care of. Um, like day-to-day -day things, like going to work, um, traveling, making doctor's appointments, eating, um, which... I also learned that I really struggle with food, not necessarily in like an eating disorder kind of way. Um, and that's not, I'm not trying to throw any shame on people who have eating disorders. It's not quite an eating disorder in that it's not appearance based, at least not appearance of my body based. Um, but, like, I, because of my headmate, Alex, having the appetite that he's had for so long, and Alex has been a part of our system and sort of, like, taking care of, thank you for the 222 and the time, Alex has been sort of, like, taking care of most of our eating things since the body was 11. Now, I don't pay attention to the body age or my age anymore, but I know that he has been here for at least two-thirds of the body age of our life. Um, and so Alex has been having his own challenges lately, excuse me, that have led to me needing to do more of the day-to-day -day activities that I previously mentioned, as well as needing to do more of the eating. And so I'm, I, this last year was really a year of learning about my sensory challenges with eating, as well as my visual challenges with eating. And what I mean by that, um, sensory, that's pretty self-explanatory in terms of, like, discovering foods that are not good textures for me that I could not force myself to eat. Um, and I discovered or rediscovered that when my mental and emotional health are, you know, uh, struggling a little bit, 
that my appetite is one of the very first things to drop off, which is probably related to when I was sick in college with um, my gallbladder. But, so, like, I learned, I really learned about my struggles with food this last year, having to be the one to eat more food. Um, and so, like, I learned about it as far as, like, sensory issues, and I learned about it as far as, like, about myself through it, as far as, like, what foods I could eat over and over and over again and be fine. And also, I learned that visually, the area that I'm making the food in needs to be, like, clean. Um, and that the food that I'm eating, in order for me to really have an appetite for it, needs to look alive. Um, or, like, not... I don't know how to describe it, like, not gray or, like, lifeless. And that was really a challenge because of the living environment that I'm living in. I learned that I struggle with food. We're just going to, I've been talking about that enough. <laughs> um, on that same sort of similar note, though, I've learned more of how my brain works both in what does and doesn't work for me. I learned that I am better able to take care of the body, to do what is necessary to take care of the body, or to take care of myself, um, or to take care of repetitive tasks that need to happen in order for me to have a running sustainable business um i've i've learned that it helps me be able to get out of my brain struggles if i think of those things as care tasks now specifically for taking care of the body i learned about myself that if i think of it as care tasks for my headmates that I also share this body with, and or even just thinking of it as taking care of the body instead of myself, um, which maybe speaks to the level of um, disconnect from the body that is still inherent in my experience, even though it's I'm a lot more present in it than I have been in the past. But thinking about doing care tasks to take care of the body as an entity or taking care of the body to as a way of caring for my headmates has really helped. Um, in that same vein, I've also learned other little um, ways about the way that my brain functions that helped me be able to do more of those day-to-day -day maintenance care tasks as well. I learned that I have a really challenging time leaving familiar environments, leaving familiar 
environments with people that I know what to expect of. And this showed up in two ways this this past year. One, it showed up in trying to allow myself to take actions that would ultimately help me to move out of my family's home, out of my parents' home. Um, and I ended up taking a lot of actions that were counterproductive. And it was at least partially because of having a really challenging time leaving the familiar of it. Um, you know, this living situation financially is very supportive, but emotionally, mentally, physically is very challenging in other ways. And those challenging experiences um, were not necessarily enough to at least in this last year, were not necessarily enough to override the comfort and familiarity of, I may not like living here in all of the aspects, but I at least know what to expect. Um, and that also showed its face in leaving my job this year. I, when I started this job two years ago, um, or a year and like 11 months ago, so basically two years ago. When I started that job two years ago, I very quickly found out that it was going to be a very physical job. And I knew probably even six months in that that was not going to be a sustainable job for me. Um, and like six months in, it wasn't necessarily a problem yet, but probably within the last six months or so, the last five months, six months, I was aware that I was hitting that point of this isn't sustainable for me anymore. Physically, this is just too much. And so even in hitting that point, the familiarity of it, of knowing what to expect, of knowing all of my coworkers and like getting along with my coworkers of having a schedule and routine each week that was the same more or less the same all of those things made it very familiar to me and i ended up taking comfort in that familiar familiar fam I ended up taking comfort in that familiarity and ended up letting that convince me into staying longer. I, at the time of this recording, in the beginning of 2024, I have officially left that job at the end of 2023, uh, the day before Christmas Eve, to be exact. Um, and... I was noticing this this struggle with leaving those familiar things throughout probably the last six months. Um, so another thing that I that I learned 
about myself this last year is that journaling really helps me process things. And I, that's not necessarily something new. I've been journaling for a while, but this last year I really, I really explored and experimented with journaling. And I feel like one of the reasons that I was able to as gracefully go through the challenges of 2023 that I experienced and that we experienced as a system was really, really uh, mitigated and able to be more compassionately managed because journaling helps me so much. Another thing that I learned about myself in 2023 is that I expanded my comfort of taking up space and just saw 1313 in the recording time. Thank you for that. And specifically, there was a moment when I was in one of those like online challenge events. I think I did a podcast episode about it a while ago. There was a moment when I was in one of these online challenge events, um, you know, where they they go on for a couple of days or a week and there's live videos and community chats and whatever and, and homework and whatnot. I was in one of those and I ended up getting activated in basically a panic attack. Um, and... I decided to to go on live stream and to let myself be seen in that where I was literally so physically present in the sensations in my body at that time that I like I almost dropped my computer because I was feeling so much energy going through but I got my computer set up as well as I could and I was just like basically using my bed as a trampoline like just bouncing on it and like throwing my arms around and like hitting the pillows and like just genuinely just whatever ways that my body needed to move with so much emotion going through me at that moment and I ended up um someone also in the challenge ended up witnessing me in that moment like just sitting there and like there was a couple of moments where he wasn't even commenting he was just sitting there like watching me go through this this panic attack on the live stream and he and I ended up um connecting we have great friendship i love it he and i ended up connecting after that like he was able to because he was there he was able to sort of help me like come through that when i got to the point of being regulated enough that i could breathe and talk again um and like <laughs> i that moment for me was a breaking through of my past limitations like there was a me before that moment 
And there was a completely different me after that moment. And I have been super aware of that difference in the months since that moment it, it, in massive ways. Um, like, since that moment, I've noticed myself feeling more free and able to fidget when I need to and noticing when my body is going into its, like, uh, what's the word? Like, my, my freeze response and being able to, like, move my body through that more intuitively and more compassionately and, like, that moment was, like, like I said, like, there was, there was a me before, before that experience and a me after, and they were completely different me's, and, like, since that experience, I have felt more comfortable with, like, crying when I need to, I have felt more comfortable <laughs> with, like, letting people be displeased with me and not like trying to be an asshole or you know go out of my way or whatever but like really being more comfortable in like oh you're not happy with me just existing cool that sounds like a you probably like that sort of feeling um and also as i made this list of things that I've learned about myself in 2023, I'm realizing that I've learned a new level of self-acceptance. Um, in that, like, while I'm celebrating myself and acknowledging myself through these things that I learned, I, like, didn't have any judgment about these. Um, I know that I was learning self-acceptance before 2023, 18-18 on the recording time, thank you. I was learning self-acceptance before 2023, but I think what I'm learning about myself in 2023, from going through 2023, as I'm saying this right now, um, I'm sort of realizing it, is that I have reached a new level of just wholehearted self-acceptance of myself. Um, because so many of these things are things that a younger version of myself would have had some judgments about. You know, like, especially with the struggling with food and especially with the challenges of leaving familiar environments and people, for example, those are definitely things that a younger version of me would have had some shame about, would have had some guilt about, would have maybe said, oh, I should have done better. And whoever I am now that came out of going, going through 2023... I haven't had any of that. Like, as I've been talking through this episode, it's just been genuinely just reflecting on 
things that I learned about myself without any attached meaning or story to it connecting these things to my worth or connecting, you know, not needing to put the perception or story of, like, failure on there. It's just kind of like, yeah, these are, this is what it was this year. And that's, that's fascinating to me. It doesn't have to be fascinating to you, but honestly, I don't care. (laughs) I mean, I do. And if you're listening to this, I appreciate you immensely, and I hope that you are also getting value from this. But, like, I know where I came from, and this level of self-acceptance for me is, like, looking back from where I came from, it looks like I, it feels like I came out of a deep valley and have, like, reached the mountaintop of, like, I had to climb, I had to dig, I had to, like, pull myself to this point. Um, And I definitely did not do that alone. But, like, I am really proud of myself for that level of self-acceptance that is just, honestly, just becoming, or already my normal at this point it's it's a part of my it's a part of who i am at this point and that's that feels like a solid foundation so with that i'm gonna wrap this up thank you so much for listening (laughs) i love myself i love you and next time when the next question that i will be answering on this podcast for you is once again my gratitude question of what is a favorite part of my life this will be the first time answering that question in 2024 so if that sounds exciting to you please tune into that and thank you for listening i hope you have a nourishing and replenishing day